0: Hi, this is Roy Jones with Man Talk Radio Podcast. Our mission is to break down the walls of race and denomination. Your chosen Truth Radio broadcast will be starting in just a few seconds. Thank you. This is the Truth Network.
1: The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way.
2: Welcome to the Masculine Journey. We are glad to have you with us this week and uh, I know you think that we probably practice and we have all this deep discussion about what we're going to say and uh, there are times I mean we do talk about what we're going to say but Robbie I didn't ask you this question before the show but this is a very important eve. Again? Yeah. (laughs) It is. Yeah. Do you know what it is? it's valentine's it is valentine's day eve so as a public service announcement guys if you haven't bought your significant other something now your 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 kids your wife whatever girlfriend hopefully not wife and girlfriend go out and get it you got one more day but not right now wait for
1: an hour and the then go out and it. it's a saturday so hopefully you got time to go, yeah you know i always
0: take your- a week and buy it after valentine's day when it's half price
1: don't get distracted, but we will save your bacon on this show. <laughs> we will save your bacon, exactly.
2: So you have, <laughs> if you haven't gotten it and it applies to you, make sure you go do it today. Don't wait till tomorrow. Don't wait till the last minute. Right? What were we going to talk about today? Oh, yeah, that's right. We were going to talk about distraction. Right? And, and, and Danny, you have a great clip that kind of talks about this topic of distraction.
0: Yeah, it's from the Lion King, and just to set it up is the hyenas are in their way to get wherever they're going, and they have to create a distraction. So Timon and Pumbaa get recruited to put on a little show while they slip around the hyenas. So that's kind of what's going on.
2: So this would be an example, potentially, of a good distraction. Yes. Okay, so let's listen to it, and we'll come back and talk about it. (laughs)
0: Hyenas. I hate hyenas. So what's your plan for getting past those guys? Live bait. Good idea. Hey! Come on, Timon. You guys have to create a diversion. What do you want me to do? Dress in drag and do the hula?
3: If you're hungry for a hunk of fat and juicy meat, eat my buddy Pumper here because he had a treat. Coming down and dine on a tasty swine, all you have to do is get in line
0: yup, He's a big pig. Yum,
2: yum. You can be a big pig too. Just, ah! <laughs> it just makes me laugh. Hey. It's a funny clip. Yeah. It is. So in that situation, you, you brought the clip to us, so you gotta explain it. You know how the program works.
0: Well, I've been distracted, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay. No, it, it's a good example of sometimes you do need distractions in your life. That are good, but what we're going to talk about today is both sides of the equation. We're going to talk about times that the enemy tries to distract you, which is all the time. Honestly, you know, try to do any type of internet search on an innocent topic, and I promise you, you won't get more than a couple cli- uh, links down below, and you're going to find a really bad website that it's going to want to try to lead you to. Right? I mean, everything is captured. The take you to a distraction. If you've if you've looked up anything on the internet as far as trying to shop, just look at your the side little thing when you're on Facebook or one of the other social medias. It's always going to have advertisements for those things. It's the life is full of distraction. Andy, what do you think? You're on the line. Are we distracting you?
3: <laughs> Shoot, I was taking a nap. Yeah, you distracted. <laughs> 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 the, the benefits of calling in. Uh, yeah, I mean. It, distraction, um, I really I've always really kind of struggled with that and this is why is you know there are a lot of different ways you can be distracted personally, for example I feel like I usually get, used to give attention, way too much attention and probably still do to some degree about sports, you know it can be it, it can be nice to kind of escape, but it can be a distraction from the things that God really wants us to give attention to but another, another way that I felt like I really became distracted all through my life is I worked in an IT job. And it wasn't something you'd go in in a day, and you'd sit down at your desk and you'd just work on a project and that's all you would focus on. I was constantly dealing with problems and those distractions, repetitively, I think kind of wired my brain to always be ready for that, but yet in a good way to be able to handle things like that. But it also... Prevented me from ever giving things the due attention and focus that they needed to. And it, I think it affected my relationships. It affected other things because, you know, God is all about getting our attention and He wants our undivided attention. When we sit down with our family, when if you're looking over at your phone or doing something else and not giving them the due attention they deserve, you know, that can cause problems. So, You know, it's something I've tried to work on, and I can't say that I've mastered it, but it is definitely something that uh, God has distracted me with, brought my attention to, that I need to work on.
2: I'm sorry, Andy, can you repeat that? I was looking at my phone.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I went over over two
2: minutes. No, that's, that's a great point. You know, I realized, you know, years ago when I was married that I could either watch TV or I could listen to my wife. I could not do both at the same time. And so, if she wanted to talk, I literally would have to not just turn the volume down, but turn the TV off so that I could actually listen to what she had to say. Because it was very quick to, especially if sports were on. I mean, Andy, you hit that right on the head. Mm That if sports were on, I I don't have to have sound. I can look and see what's going on, you know. And that's not necessarily a good distraction in that uh,
1: in that time frame, like you're talking about. And so, what are all restaurants do? They put those dagum TVs all over. <laughs> and That's my wife has, like, got, I don't know, whatever, x-ray vision. What are you looking at? You know? <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. It used to be the girl at the next table. Now it's the TV. So. Well, she is knows.
1: Why? Is there some game on that you're looking at? You yeah. know, it's just, you know, and it, it's offensive. But I'll be dagum if you can stand there and just watch, and then all of a sudden, you know, boy, that looked like a good shot. <laughs>
2: it does you know and it would be the point and i've learned robbie as you talk about it it, back in the day when we went to restaurants you know (laughs) seems like such a foreign thing these days to (laughs) to talk about other than on a very special occasion going to a restaurant but i would have to sit with my back to the tv otherwise i just knew that i was not going to be engaged you know there was going to be a point where i would check out there would be a, a silence and i was gone if even that far Honestly, if I'm going to be honest about it, I'm going to go ahead and play another clip because it is it is the clip that uh, really we thought about first for this show when we said, hey, we're going to do a show on distraction. This is the clip that was thrown out there and it's from the movie Up. And if you haven't seen the movie Up, it's about an older man who loses his wife and decides to go on an adventure that he had always promised her that he was going to have with her you know they were going to do together and he decided he's going to go do that anyway and he gets somebody that comes along with him this little boy scout that get kind of holds up in his house he, he gets all these balloons hooks them to his house and the house flies away but the little boy scouts on his front porch and he doesn't know it and they land in this other land and they're looking around and they're seeing some things in the shadows you know, some rocks that look like a a, a turtle uh, another set of rocks that look like a dog that end up being a dog so let's listen to how that plays out.
1: Oh! Ah, it is a dog! What? Oh, uh, we're not allowed to have dogs in my apartment. Hey, I like dogs. where you have your dog! Whoa! Wonder who he belongs to. Sit boy. Hey, look, he's trained. Shake. Uh-huh. Speak. Hi there. Look! <gasps> Did that dog just say hi there? Oh, yes. Bruh! My name is Doug. I
0: have just met you and I love you. Uh, uh, uh. My master made me this collar. He is a good and smart master and he made me this collar so that I may talk. Squirrel! <laughs> my master is good and smart. Is that possible? Oh, it is because my master is
1: smart. <gasps> cool.
2: all throughout the movie if you haven't seen the movie you've probably heard people say squirrel and not known the reference and so if you haven't seen the movie that's that's really what the reference is every time Doug's in the middle of something very very important there's a squirrel that comes along his peripheral vision and he's completely lost for at least another 5 or 10 seconds and then he picks up where he goes and that's how the enemy takes us out he tries to get us to have the squirrel moments Right, that you know, uh, yeah, I'm really in tune to this conversation. My buddy Jim's talking to me about, boom, squirrel, you know, something on my phone. I got to look at whatever that is. Those squirrel moments is really what he's trying to do, is to get us taken out. Just try to pray, and we're going to talk about that after the break. But you know, just sitting down and trying to pray. Jim laughed at me before the shows because I, I have a habit. I don't really say anything to the guys, but I close my eyes before the right before the last thirty seconds or so before the show comes on and i pray and i have a little prayer that i say each time and i was praying with my eyes closed and leaned forward and hit my face right on the microphone (laughs) right in the middle of my prayer you know and so it was interrupted for a minute that i went back to it but that was that was a microphone squirrel moment is how we would call that so jim i wouldn't be be
3: admitting that on the radio
2: yeah yeah you would have enjoyed that andy see what you get (laughs) what happens when you're not here Uh. And by the third time you're
0: calling only, uh, don't you get on the reserve list or something? Injured reserve? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I,
3: think, I think I'm there,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are we going to see you next week in studio? Or are you going to make that proclamation now so we can hold you to it next week?
3: Possibly, unless I get distracted.
1: Okay, good call. Remember, <clears throat> we did that show on truth. You know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> The whole truth. And nothing but. That's right.
0: And that is our network, so. Yeah,
2: yeah
1: that's right. So this topic of distraction, am I the only one that feels it, guys, honestly? No, it's it's an every day, like every day in my entire life, I sit down and go, okay, today's the day. Today's the day I'm going to pray without ceasing. <laughs> <laughs> 20 seconds later, tomorrow's going to be the day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just, it's always something we hope we could do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm thinking someday I might actually, but who knows? Yeah, <coughs> maybe a really short day.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I was thinking about, as we were talking, you know, Andy, you're talking about your your profession and and what I do in building houses, I, I w- for a while was a trainer, and one of the things I had to really work with people on the training was to ignore the distractions. Because all day long, let's so say you're building ten, fifteen houses, even if they're all in the same community, you have people working in those different houses and they all want your time. And so you have a, a set agenda to get done for the day, but you also have to make sure they get their stuff done. You know, But you can get eat up by their time. You know, And what I used to coach them to do yeah. is wait. You know, They'll call you and say, yeah, I'll be down there in about 15, 20 minutes. And you'll be surprised how many times when you go down there in 15 or 20 minutes, they've already figured out the answer. Right, But I could spend my day running back and forth if I'm not careful to the distractions and never get things done. And I think that's part of it is how to overcome distractions. We're going to talk about that when we come back. Go to MasculineJourney.org. We're hoping to have a boot camp that we can talk about coming up soon. Not quite yet, but keep checking it out there. Masculine Journey.
4: We live in an on-demand world. Time, weather, meals, and content. That's why the Truth Network has the Truth Podcast Network. Some of your favorite Truth Network programs, plus some that are podcast only. Rich content that is rich in the Word.
1: The Masculine Journey's Joyride Podcast. Authentic moments of truth and laughter with the guise of the Masculine Journey. You'll learn and laugh and even be touched. A greater understanding of Christ is only a joy ride away. The Masculine Journey Joyride Podcast at truthnetwork.com.
2: Hi, this is Sam with Masculine Journey. I'm here with my son, Eli. It was really kind of hard to find a bump in with the word distraction. And then I stumbled upon this one, and it's Andre Crouch, the a, a gospel singer, and, and he's talking about the enemy in this song, and this is just from the chorus, but he talks about, he names the enemy Distraction. Right? And so don't, don't buy into that distraction. He's trying to lead you astray is basically what the song's about. And, and that's the enemy's plan, and that's what we're talking about today is this topic of distraction. Now, Harold, you had something you wanted to talk to us about on distraction.
4: Well, I worked for many, many years as a computer programmer, systems analyst, and so I needed not to be distracted. So the tactic that I adopted to enable my tunnel vision to work properly was I would put on the earphones and put on some music because music did not interfere with my thought process, whereas phone calls, people stopping at the door of the office or the cube, yakking, that, that was a distraction that interrupted my work. And so I deliberately pushed people away. I just ignored. I mean, it's like you don't exist. I'm, I'm busy go away. Uh, and, and the earphones and the music worked. It worked extremely well. But even somebody like me that has good, good tunnel vision and the ability to concentrate can easily be distracted. And I mentioned to the guys earlier that I can remember as a kid sitting in church and if a wasp came in, <laughs> the, the preacher was no longer there. He was gone. All I could focus on was the wasp, and who's he gonna land on? and Will he sting him?
2: <laughs> well, it was probably a piece of it. I was kind of hoping he would, just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, it, it it's, uh, it makes me wonder why my son wears headphones all the time around me. Maybe he doesn't want to talk to me. Thanks, Harold. Now I, I'm gonna have a complex. You know, he's always got the earbuds in, and I'm like, okay,
0: hmm.
2: Now I'm gonna have to think about that one a little bit.
0: I uh, am going to really screw with this topic because I want to take it to Jesus. And when was Jesus distracted? Anybody? Was he ever – did he ever have a distraction? Now, the disciples would say, oh, you know, go away, kids, or, you know, you blind folks, get out of the way. We've got important stuff going on. But Jesus never really had a disruption, a distraction and I'm saying that because I, if there had been such a thing in the 50s as ADHD, I would have been diagnosed with it. So, And I'm still ADD. I just don't have that much hyper left in me. <laughs> but I've also got narcolepsy. So for me to focus on anything is a wonderful challenge. And I know you're talking about in prayer, you know, you get distracted. Well, I'd, I pretty much stay distracted, but it always can wander back to that place. And I think sometimes, um, Harold, I'm not picking on you, but yeah, I am, uh, we could be so focused on what we're trying to get done that we miss what we really are supposed to be doing. So I just, I wa- I just wanted to mess up the, yeah, the yeah, whole yeah, concept yeah. there.
1: And then there's the question of, you know, what did Harold do for headphones back in the 1400s? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think these big funnel things. No.
2: I, I remember these
0: vaguely. It's two big
2: conch shells tied together. <laughs> and that song was the ocean. <laughs> it was constantly played. And one song. One song, my favorite. <laughs> yeah, that's a great playlist. Yeah. So Robbie, let's let's get to your clip. Okay. Yeah. And so, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about your clip, and then we'll we'll play it and come back and talk about it.
1: It's from a wonderful movie called Run, and it's about Jesse, the story of Jesse Owens, and you know clearly he came up in a time of, I guess, more vocal prejudice. Is that even a word? But there was a lot of prejudice. Local prejudice. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of prejudice. And here's this, in this particular scene, he's, you know, practicing being a track star. And this football team is practicing. And, of course, they are being horribly offensive to him. Actually, there's been words cut out of the clip to make sure you didn't get the worst part of the offense. But there's plenty of offensive words that are being said to him and his coach begins to help him with how he blocks out the noises and so you'll hear as they come back into the locker room after they're out on the field that the coach is now going to begin to teach Jesse how to focus on what's important instead of all the noise and as I listen to the clip which you'll have to do here in a second you can't help but kind of see wow this is kind of me in prayer (laughs) so go ahead yeah
4: Wow, the great Jesse Owens. Jesse, let's get back to basics. Why don't you swing from those bamboo poles over there, boy?
3: <laughs> That's right, chica Let's
0: see you hang out those hey, so Come on. Come on, Come on, Just like the in the jungle, huh? Come on, yeah, One Swing. It. <laughs> <laughs> One more thing. Jesse, you want to tell me what was so interesting about the football team?
1: coach, I just got distracted.
0: Oh, you got distracted? See, that's what I'm talking about. You can't get distracted. You understand? All right, Larry. Finish this up now. I got boys who need a shower. Yeah, one sec, coach, and not quite three yet. Sit down. Larry, Everybody sit it. down. Sit
3: down. Larry. Bustle these out of here. Yeah. Yeah, get them
0: out. 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 If you get your head turned by a few gorillas and warm-up pads here at home? What? How are you going to hold up a mission? Is he called gorillas, Coach, Coach? Coach? Hey, look at me. Coach Schneider. A lot of people show up for the Coach Big Ten Coach meeting. You. Coach Schneider! Not all of you are going to be on our side. You understand what, Dave? I love the room, Coach. Do you? These Do you? These you, you. got to learn Ouch. to block it all out. It's just noise. That's all this is. all this is noise. Coach you hear me? They will Coach love you or they will hate you. It does not matter, Either way, when you're, either way, when you're out there, you're on your own. Jesse! Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Jeffrey, Do you hear me?
1: Yeah. Yeah, coach, I hear you. Good. So from my perspective, it's just a beautiful scene of, wow, so much of my life <laughs> of paying attention to the noise instead of paying attention to the coach, right, who's who's there to, you know, speak to you, to give you some sense of direction, which is prayer. And so for me, I really, really, really struggle right here. Like, <clears throat> you know, I get up early. I go to try to start a pray, and I'll find myself sit like, it's 20 minutes later, and I haven't really said the first prayer. I mean, I actually even have a script to try to get me on track. I'll get going for a minute, maybe 30 seconds, and then I find myself off in la-la land, and when I finally come back, I'm right, like, oh my goodness, another 15 minutes has gone by, and I haven't gotten to my third line (laughs) yet of the prayer. And this literally goes on quite often for more than an hour before I begin to break through the noise and get to where Jesse got to right that second. And so, recently, um, James Banks did a piece on Encouraging Prayer where he talked about the full armor of God being a prayer exercise, that here God is going to show us how to stay focused, be like Jesse, but he's going to do it by actually putting on this armor because the battle is a spiritual battle and when you really heard what was just going on in that clip you may have thought that it was a lot of things but clearly it was a spiritual battle a- and so one of the things that it says very clearly at the beginning of the full armor in Ephesians 6 I think it's around verse 11 it starts talking about you gotta stand. Before you, you know, put the armor, therefore stand, and now that you're standing, stand therefore, <laughs> you know, in other words, it's obviously very clear. So I began to study that word stand, seeing how important it was to Paul, and I understood once I began to really look at the word in Hebrew, why Paul said it so many times, because when you really picture it from a from a Hebrew letter standpoint, the first letter represents the hand of God. It's called a yud, but it represents the hand of God coming down. So if I'm going to reach up and grab God's hand, first thing I got to do is let go of all the other mess that's got me so distracted, just like Jesse did, right? And now that I've got a hold of Jesus's hand, well, guess what? It's got a nail print in it. It may be down his wrist, according to Harold, but it's somewhere in the general vicinity is this nail mark, which speaks to me being able to get under the blood of Christ and like Jesus said to the woman caught in adultery now where are your accusers so just by letting go of what I was going to get and reach up grab God's hand come under the blood silence those noises because you don't have any accusers and the second letter is a Zadok which means righteousness to some extent but it also means hunt to be hunting for something and so when you're looking for your keys, you're not too easily distracted. You're right on the, you're, you're right on the deal, right? Or if, if you think about something that you're really, and Jesus made the reference to all these people that were looking for the lost key, the lost, you know, dowry, all these things. So this idea of hunting for what? And then the last letter is abet, which means house, but it means very specifically in this case, God's house, and it is up okay just like in our other clip but if you think that you're looking up holding Jesus's hand hunting for god then it gives me a chance to at least for a few minutes get <laughs> not be distracted to go there again it's it's a process to me and i'm hoping at some point that it that that i can begin to relate this more but actually since I began to understand this I really have put it into my prayer um, regular activities in the morning and, and it is quite helpful and once I fall back out of you know concentration or whatever you can call that I go back to it again and say okay let me get a hold of your hand Jesus because really it, I need to hear from the coach I can be thinking about all those things that people said to me I can be thinking about all the people that are judging me I can be thinking about all these different things but when he got a hold of the coach's hand and he's saying, can you hear me? I think it's beautiful.
2: Yeah, and, and Robbie, that's, you, know, you have to be able to recognize the squirrels for what they are. They're squirrels. You know, unless you happen to really just like squirrels and you want to watch squirrels. I'm not saying you can't go watch squirrels. What I'm saying is recognizing the distractions for what they are and what they take you away from what we didn't get to in this part of the the show and we'll talk about in the After Hours is when has God distracted you or we'll call it entice when has God enticed you and also we're going to share some stories about the distractions that we fight But go to masculinejourney.org to pick up the After Hours podcast we'll talk with you next week don't know what our topic's going to be but we know God's going to be in the middle of it he's going to be working in our lives and we hope that he's working in yours to avoid the squirrels to grab his hand and hunt for his kingdom we'll talk to you next week